Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into the Fangs Out podcast brought to you by the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vincent Morgado. Joining me as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. Hello, everybody. And Mr. Drew Bishop Sai. Hello there. This episode brought to you also by Raspberry White Claw. Oh, so how's everybody doing? Uh, doing good. This episode also brought to you by Tam's Cuisine of China, which um, if you haven't had Tam's, which is in Pacifica, it is my favorite Chinese of all time. So give them a try. There used to be a great Chinese joint in Berkeley called Little Hunan that I used to go to every time I went up to Eudaimonia. I don't know if it's still there because I'm not 17 and I don't go to Udo anymore. But if it's still there, folks, highly recommend it. Uh, Drew, you got a food recommendation for us? Um, Taco Bell. I mean, my <laughs> wife and I, my wife and I just ate. It was great. Well, we don't, we don't, the man. Yeah, we don't usually get uh, we don't usually get fast food, but this week has been pretty tough for both of us, and so we've been eating out in a bunch of places. So, hey, that's yeah. fair enough. I know I buy uh, I I order out for lunch just about every day, but my order out is boar's head sandwiches. Um, oh, let's talk so about. <laughs> Yeah, right. Let's talk about the three new packs: the Phoenix Squad, uh, Phoenix Cell, uh, Sky Strike, and the Desperate and Devious Fugitives and Collaborators, which is of course the Scum Pack. Good. I I, I honestly am kind of surprised that FFG is the one still putting out these articles. It does kind of lend credence to the idea that they didn't know they were going to lose X Wing when this all happened, or it was I mean, part of the whole deal. You know, they, you think you think so? They do the marketing for a certain period of time, and then. AMG takes over. Got it. Yep. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the Rebel one first. We're gonna spend we're gonna try to spend 20, 25 minutes on each one of these. Although I suspect one of them won't take as long as the other two. Let's talk about the Rebel pack. Of course, uh, we did get another rules update from Mister D. Yoon, kind of the <laughs> de facto judge, I guess, of the X Wing community, confirming now the other way that Hera's ability is basically activated whenever the player wants. In other so, words, the way that I always said. Which which Jeff, you did always say because there is no specific what would you there is no specific prohibition against using it whatever you want. It just says while you attack or defend. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. So <laughs> again, <laughs> shout really out to uh, Patrick of Recon Specialists. Uh I told you so, but I just I have to flex on you for that because you were wrong and I was right and you yelled at me. The big news out of this pack besides Hera is unquestionably Ahsoka. At initiative five with three force. It's impressive. Drew's sighing because he's not happy about it, I suspect. Uh, um, no, I'm happy about it, but as we were talking, and Jeff, I actually want your opinion on this. So th- this is the second time we're recording this. Right? We had we had <laughs> uh, we had major issues with the first one, but the big the big thing that I wanted to bring up was with with rebels getting RZ2s effectively, right? I mean it's obviously. Not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's, but the pilots, man. I know what you're saying. So, so Jeff, we 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 were we discussed. Um, is the resistance worth flying when, when you have a ship like Ahsoka? I guess it does. It depend on points for uh, not only Ahsoka but for Hera and and Wedge even in, in a mini A wing, right? Like they're so they're so strong. And so the question was points and uh, does this effectively make one of the seven factions? null and void for a little bit how long has republic been null and void also true all i mean well i mean yes um, and no I, I, I mean i don't think resistance is any more null and void because a-wings got better than they were before you know like people who like a-wings now have a choice because 
Rebellion A-Wings are now viable as opposed to only one or two of them being possibly viable before. Right, right. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, it, it is different, and uh, it is different from Resistance A-Wing. I actually kind of like, you know, I've been flying the Edis a lot, so I really like the system phase repositioning. I think that it, the, the benefit that it has uh, for me is that I basically don't, all I have to do is think about think about it at one time. Do I want to do I want a system phase reposition? And I don't have to think about it with you know every time I move the ship the way that you do when you're doing normal normal repositioning or rotates or whatever. So that that has a benefit for me um, that that makes me like it a little bit better. Um, not that it's more powerful. I just like it a little bit better. Of course, of uh, course. But Ahsoka is really good. Three, four, <laughs> I love it, by the way. I, I, I love it. I'm going to read her ability off just so you know. We everybody knows. Uh, after you fully execute a maneuver, you may choose a friendly ship at range one to two and spend two force. That ship may perform an action even while stressed. And as we said, she's got three force with, as most do, regenerating one per... All do, regenerating one per turn. This, the while stressed is monstrous i mean we saw that at i3 basically on her republic version adding the additional force makes it you know with the white evade that comes with an a-wing drew was keen to point that out during our first discussion of this she's gonna be a motherfucker to kill yeah uh you know the other thing is that she actually is monstrously good at offense because we're assuming that she's going to have a force slot, meaning that she will have access to instinctive aim, meaning that she'll be able to pop a procket and still have two force to modify her dice with after she takes an evade action. Pretty crazy. With with so, with, a, with a force or two left over, right? With, with the two left over. She'll spend one, yeah. obviously, to, proc, to fire instinctive aim, and then she'll save the other two either for defense or just to modify the procket shot. While yeah. she's sitting on an evade action, you know, for defense, Ahsoka's a beast. Yeah. Like she's, I mean, like you said, you called it out correctly. That the even while stressed is just remarkable. That's that's what makes AP five so good in the sheet. Yes. Team, yep. The even while stressed. Yep. Yeah, that's just like really, really good. Um, I do think that the two force is a, you know, she it's a it's a pretty good balancing factor because you know if she does that. Then, um, then she's down to one force, mm-hmm. um, which which is great, but it's not certainly not ideal. No, but uh, you know, obviously, she is going to have her own action that doesn't, you know, the just the, the spending two force does not sp- does not cost her her action step. Um, but you know, look, she's a double. She is officially a double reposition ship. Like with her ability, with the way she operates and having three force. Ahsoka is a double repositioner, which is extremely rare in Rebels. Extremely rare. It's a coordinate. I mean, it's an after move. It, it is a, what's the word? It is an it is a high initiative coordinate that is all on a ship that is also able to be offensive. Yeah. Because look, we're also not talking about the rest of a Rebel list around her, where you stick a procket on her, she coordinates somebody, instinctive aims, and somebody hands her a focus token, and she's still fully offensive anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean... There's, there's hardly, there is no ceiling on how good Ahsoka can be. Her ceiling is the rest of your list, basically. 
Yeah, I think it's a way to say it. When you combine it with Hera, Hera's ability is very, very strong, obviously. Um, that's two really good A-wings. Are, are we still expecting Tycho? Are we Are we no. hoping for Tycho? No, is he not, not there? Not anymore. Uh, hey, but we did get a hobby. <laughs> we'll talk about a hobby. Um, <laughs> next up on the list, we got two new Initiative 4s. Uh, one of my favorite X-Wing girls, Shara Bay, transferring over from the ARC-170 into an A-Wing now. While you defend or perform a primary attack, you may spend one lock you have on the enemy uh, to add one focus result to your dice results, becoming, in effect, a four red die uh, A-Wing, which is unique. It does cost her her lock action instead of a focus token, which has always been her problem. But again, in a 33 to 34 point ship, I don't think she's going to cost as much as Jake because she's not as good. It will be very easy to get her focus tokens. I, I love this ship. I mean, you know, it's it's more it's more it's more effective options for the I four I five rebel area, which is the strongest part of the faction. And just remember, we we know from calibrated uh, laser targeting that adding a focus token is actually better than adding a third die. Yes. Yep. So. Yep. 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 Functionally, yep. Yeah. or mathematically, I should say. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Always cool. And of course, the other I four baby wedge, young wedge. While you perform a primary attack, uh, if the defender is in your front arc, the defender rolls one fewer defense die. So there's been a question on whether or not this does work with the turrets. It does, because mm-hmm. it doesn't say when you make a front arc attack. It says while you make a primary attack and the defender is in your front arc. So yeah. it's two different things. Hey, can, can I go back for just a second to ask something thematically about Ahsoka? Absolutely. I'll talk about Ahsoka all night. I'll make the whole episode about Ahsoka. (laughs) Why is her subtitle Fulcrum? I don't know. Callus is Fulcrum, so I think they screwed up. No. Have you... You guys haven't seen Rebels? No, I I have seen Rebels. Callus is Fulcrum. I don't have Rebels memorized. Callus was Fulcrum after Ahsoka. Ahsoka Ahsoka was the original Fulcrum. But But then they kind of elude that Fulcrum is basically someone who just like gives them information and that at one point I think there were multiples maybe I don't it's been a long time since I've seen the series but yeah uh, mm-hmm. essentially Callus then took on the mantle as Ahsoka sort of moved off to do her own thing even though she was still kind of working with well, the she, rebels did, she disappeared yeah, yeah she disappeared she fought she fought Vader and then we don't know what happens after that until she shows up later uh, in the Mandalorian so we know she got away somehow Oh, the, well, there's the time travel episode of Rebels. We'll talk about that at a later date, though. We're not talking about time travel. I Yep, that, well, that, but that's, is, that's what happened. Yeah, so. yeah, but it's whatever you want. Time travel is whatever you want. Um, right, right. Uh, next up, the new I3, who we mentioned earlier, who he's in the game. I don't know why. <laughs> Hobby at Initiative 3. When you require a spend a lock, you may remove one red token from yourself. Basically, yelling out loud, pair me with Dutch Yander or pair me with somebody with Thread Tracers to double mod me. That's kind of my automatic thought on this. <laughs> I was going to add, please double please, mod me. Yeah, please right, double yeah. mod me. <laughs> Hobby's going to be cheap. I'm calling that right now. Hobby is going to be extremely cheap. Like, I would be surprised if he's 30 points. Yeah, no, I'd agree. We, I mean, you know, last time we talked, uh, he was probably the least exciting pilot out of everyone that I looked at, and I was like, "Which is hilarious." <laughs> yeah, which is which is really funny, and I thought it, I thought it was great because it was like all the people that wanted Tycho are like, "Wow, hobby, 
this is worthless. Like, <laughs> I mean, is not I, okay. Hobby is not worthless. He's a filler. He's going to be a filler ship. Yeah, he's he is he's a side damage dealer. I mean, that's you know, he's going to take a chunk out of something, and then the next turn his dial is open, and he he's just an irritant. You know, this is a five or six ship rebel piece. Is what this yep. is. Well, keep in mind if he's got the configuration, that one red token becomes primarily defensive, so. He can get rid of somebody's previously acquired target target lock on himself. Oh, he's I not usually, thought of that. He's not usually going to be stressed. So yeah, so yeah, it's primary. This so this has become primarily defensive. I think for hobby, I never mm-hmm. remember that the the target lock tokens have colors. It never comes into my mind until somebody reminds me. Jeff, Only is it fair to say that hobby is the worst of them, and he's still like a B minus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Like, like you like, said, he's going to be cheap, and I think that when you make a ship cheap, and it, and it's not, you don't make it so cheap that, and he's not spammable, obviously. You don't make it so cheap that it's abusive. You just open up a lot of list-building opportunities, yep. and I think he'll find his way into some lists. So let's go uh, official Phoenix Cell power rankings. Shout-out to the old Sports Nation on ESPN. I think it's fair to say... Uh, Hera, Ahsoka, Wedge, Shara, Javi. I would put Ahsoka above Hera, to be honest. Uh, yeah, depending I on the cost. It. I yeah. can see it, yeah. Oh, that's... Okay, this was a fight me and Drew had when we were talking about this. Drew thinks she's going to be over 50 points. Do you agree? Inquisitor. She's Inquisitor level, but also better. We're talking about Ahsoka? Yes. yes. I think that... I mean, we have some... It depends. We have some some precedent in resistance that they really don't want to make A-Wings that expensive. Yep. So maybe in the mid-40s instead. Wow. Say that one more time, Jeff. The mid the wow. That's right, Drew. You, you... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm, I'm not upset. What what this means is if she is going to be 40s, I'm I'm a rebel player. Nice to meet you, Vince. Yeah, yeah, I'm, welcome, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the bandwagon. The true, welcome back to the true faith. Um, welcome back to the true faith, exactly. Yeah, Jeff, I was thinking uh, I was thinking 44, 45. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because um, it, it's really hard for me to say that Ahsoka should cost more than ZZ, who's pro, who is right now the best A-Wing in any faction. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I, I mean, think Ahsoka might become the best A-Wing, so maybe. Oh, well, Ahsoka, oh no. If, if Ahsoka is 45 points, she is the best A-Wing in X-Wing. Yeah, there you go. Um, yep, yep. You know, uh, by the way, we all agree that if Hera has two talent slots, which she will, you're running Predator outmaneuver, right? Oh, it's expensive, but I mean, if she's if she's going to be like, I mean, if Ahsoka's going to be forty and she's going to be like high thirties, I'd be I'd oh, be no, all Hera's going to be forty one. Like, Hera's yeah. going to be forty one. Yeah, Hera's going to be in the forties as well, I think. Although, but dang. I mean, you, you know, you can't. She's four health with no, you know, with no force. Like you can't do so. You you can only do so much with that chassis. This is um, true. This is true. And it's the inferior, and I, I, I repeat it, Drew. It is the dial isn't as good. It doesn't have the same upgrade options, which have to start. They are starting to be included in in the calculus of how this game is costed. It only took them two years. Shout out Boba Fett. Hera is Hera is simply geared toward making the rest of your list better rather than sheer power on her own. Yeah, that makes a difference. Ahsoka is going to be a power on her own. 
while also being a, a buff for the rest of your list. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Broken's gonna yeah. do it. I'm gonna ask this of Jeff, just because I know that it's your bet noir as much as it is me. Do Hera and Ahsoka being so good only exacerbate the I five I six trend? Oh, I mean, it's. I don't know about exacerbate. Uh, Rebels needs it. I, I yeah. just you know, if everybody else has got this ridiculous um, advantage, Rebels needs it. So it depends on what you mean. You know, it it, it bring it pushes Rebels closer to what everybody else already has. Yep. Cool, cool. All right. Last, we'll talk about Hopeful, which is going to be very interesting. I'm not talking about the Blade prototype again. It's just <laughs> Hopeful. After another friendly ship at range zero to the is destroyed, if that ship is limited or has the Hopeful upgrade, you may perform a focus or boost action, and they are both white. There are some people talking about spamming Talus squads with this upgrade. There are some people talking about spamming green squads with this upgrade. I personally think that this is just going to go on like one or two ships in a four or a five ship ball because you expect trade pieces to die and you're a rebel player and you know that shit happens. Yeah. Is this going I mean, you know, is this going to be a, a really inexpensive faction ID, ID card like heroic, or is this going to be priced for the, for the actual value of that, of that ability? That's, that's, that's the real question. I think. Yeah. I think it's, I, I think it'll come down. It'll start at two points and then we'll see where it goes from there. I would not be surprised if it comes out at three points, but I think it'll start at two. My guess was three. That's what I was thinking. I think three three is a is closer to the real value, but uh-huh. I do think that two coming out at two is is a reasonable guess. All right. Is there? A, uh, I was told that we know what Sabine in the A wing does, despite it not showing up in the pack. Does anyone have this information? I mean, people keep posting online that Sabine in the A-Wing has some sort of weird combination of Fearless and Concordia Dawn, which I, you know, it's like, that's that's crazy ass. Oh my god. But um, that's what people keep posting in various Facebook groups. So, if anybody's listening, no playtester has told me this. It's It's being publicly posted, and it's stupid. Yeah. Stupid good, or it's just stupid that people are posting about it? It's uh, stupid I good, but it's also stupid and unoriginal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's also stupid. Playtesters, stop. If if this turns out to be true, because that is a really, really, really specific guess to get right. If this turns out to be true, stop it. Stop doing that. Yeah. I You know... It definitely changed uh, if if it's true. Considering the, the the handful of other ships that came out in this pack, you really are talking about changing the nature of rebels from a win at range three and then win on a K turn faction to a win at range one and then sort of circle back around again. Un- unkillable support or like incredibly defensive and hard to hit support, right? Like... Yeah, the idea. That I, I think the faction identity would would change very heavily from doing as much damage as possible before the close to going to changing to going for the close as quickly as possible. I do think that it would keep the faction identity of, of very tight inter-squad, intra-squad synergy, which is Oh, yeah, that, that'll never change. That's none of these. The only one of these pilots who's playable literally on her own is Ahsoka. 
all the other ones require being in a group where everybody helps each other. But uh, all of them get significantly better you know, at range one. Like all of them. All right. Last but not, uh, last but not least, we'll talk about uh, the most useless gunner probably in history. No offense to Sabine, but this is this is useless. Uh, after you perform a special attack, you may choose a number of friendly shifts at range 0 to 3 of the defender up to the number of damage cards dealt to the defender during that attack. Each chosen ship may remove one strain or stress token. So she's an engagement phase Cassian based on the amount of damage you do on a special attack, which basically means you're either putting her on a falcon or you're putting her on you're putting her on the B-wing with the blade type upgrade. It's thematic, it's cool. I don't think it's very playable. What do you mean on a falcon with like missiles? Yeah, falcon yeah. with missiles. Or yeah. uh yeah, falcon with missiles. I mean, gotta be honest with you, Sabine is like perfect at everything else. I'm glad that she's actually she's, bad she's at something. She's yeah, American. she's. It, it's so un. It's. I don't like to call her that, but it's. It's so true. Like she's such a cool character, but I. But like you know, she's cool not because she's perfect at, at pretty much everything that she does. So seeing this, I was like, oh nice. I'm or or oh, sorry. Seeing this, I was like, wait, she does that, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. She was Hera's gunner, in the uh, in the yep. Blade Wing. Yep, yep, yep. So that is an interesting. That's so weird. So, so what? Literally, what all can carry her? The Falcon, the, the Ghost, Ghost, K Wings, the, the U Wing. Uh, the K the U Wing has no way to perform a special attack. I know it could carry her, but it, it doesn't. Oh no! Me. I'm sorry. The K the, uh, the U Wing could take snapshot, and it could take proton torpedoes. A U Wing cannot carry torpedoes. Not anymore, Jeff. They yep, Not anymore. they used to. They used to. Yeah. It's such a really limited. I mean, the the niche for it, right? At least right now, is so tiny. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be because that's um, a monster ability. Yep, yep. Like if you I'm put her on like a low init something, like an I. If you if you were to get her on like an I four missile boat, and you just span, you know, and you you managed to put three or four cards out and cleared your whole side of stress tokens. Yeah, I mean. That's filth. That's filth. Uh, she, could go, she could go on the B wing with the crew with the gunner slot, right? Right, right, right. yeah. I think she would actually pair really well with Miranda. Yeah, yeah. Barrage rockets. Yep. You uh, use your primary attack. Use your primary attack for the, the the turret out the front is your first shot, and then you Sabine with the barrage rockets. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's. I, I do like the range, though. I mean, the range makes it. If it were even, if it were even one range lower, it would. This card would be binder fodder. Yep. Like permanent binder fodder, but zero to three—that's really good. It is a long way. It includes yeah. yourself too, which is really nice. There's, there's some <laughs> ships that have those like red lock actions, right, or like red this or that with the linked actions to get those shots. So the other thing is actually, this is a hard Sloan counter. Well, I mean, it can be. Uh, true. I mean, it's not a hard counter, but it's a good counter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. but the, but the, but the worst part about it is it's when it's when Sabine's ship shoots, right? right which is why so... I think she's put it on a four. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it yeah. certainly can't hurt against Sloan. That's for that's for yeah. damn sure. 
And also the last thing, actually, the, the thing we should go back and mention off hopeful, uh, none of that says that you can't proc your linked actions off of the focus of the boost either. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, man. That, that, Jeff, are you more worried about Cutthroat or about Hopeful? I'm more worried about Cutthroat. I think Hopeful, okay. is, I think hopeful is going to be really good, but rough, Scum is doing fine. Scum is already doing fine. And they do not need to be recharging uh, FTCs. All right, next up, the Sky Strike Academy pack. We're going to have to hop, but I think this is going to be the shortest one just because it's the most conventional. Number one on the also, list. Oh, go ahead, Drew. Also one of the most controversial. Also one of the most con- – are we talking yeah, about in the Defender? Sien- yeah. No, Sienna Ree. Oh, yeah. yeah Sienna's yeah. pissed a lot of people off. We'll get yeah. to that. Number one, Nash Windrider, Initiative 2, also known as Ghetto Fell's Wrath. During the engagement phase, after a friendly small ship at range 0-3 to three is destroyed, if that ship has not engaged this phase, you may spend one charge. If you do, that ship engages at the current initiative. Not at Nash's oh. initiative, at the initiative step of whatever just fired. Yeah, I like that. It's cool. It's a sort of a, uh, how, like you said, it's Felsroth back in the day, but it's kind of like an Iden. Yeah, um, what Imperials I like, need more Iden. What I like most about this card is that a lot of times with the with the, when you have big orange numbers, the big orange numbers kills your other big orange number, and obviously yeah. you're already going to get to shoot. No, I guess I guess I'm I'm rambling. I'll stop. No, I'll this stop. is what not is for high end pilots. This is for this is for your five that gets aced by a six, your four that gets aced by a five, or for a swarm that just gets aced in general. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The other. Oh, go ahead. Just saying, it's once per round, so it's not like yep. it's any. If you kill more than one ship, it's not like it's both or both of them are going to get to shoot. But. That is true. Initiative two, probably. I mean, what are we? Thirty-three points, thirty-four, probably about as much as a saber. Uh, I might say cheaper than a saber, I and and maybe he loses the talent slot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, we'll just we'll just rip the bandaid off. Let's talk about Sienna Re. Initiative six, after you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, gain a stress token. So go ahead, I dare you to double reposition. After a friendly ship at range zero to three is destroyed, remove a stress token. Um, I have no problem with this ability. I think that more initiative six abilities should have clear drawbacks as payment for their initiative six. I'll just say it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's... It's certainly not ideal because even with, even with sensitive control, she can't get around it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's fine for initiative six. It's going to keep her. It's going to keep her reasonably priced. Not to mention, guys, she flies with Imperials. Unless you're running trip sixes, someone's going to die basically every turn. Like if you run her with a with like a five or six tie LN swarm or like a bunch of saber squads somebody's going to die. So you're pulling that stress token off anyway. Like, yeah. quit crying that you can't run 666 with no drawbacks because you're used to Vader and Fell. Like, shove it up your ass. I'm tired of you complaining about it. It's a good card. All it means is she's going to be like 49 points. She'll be one of the cheapest I-6s in the game. Now, I I'm, I understand that she is uh, one of the characters in Lost Stars, which I've I've gotten but haven't read yet. Uh, oh, oh I yes. 
I thought her and Thane she, Tyrell were the were like the quote unquote stars of Lost Stars. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know if the I don't know if Thane was was the one because I wasn't too keen on the Rebel. I, uh, back then, I was I was an Imperial player. Thane was her lover, apparently. And that was they actually mentioned this in our in the article that that's why her ability is what it is is that she's afraid right. every time she kills somebody that she might have just clapped Thane. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. That was a big contention in the book, too. I like that a lot, actually. That's really cool. Let's see. Next up, uh, Mr. Voltscaris. Jeff, we've already we've already gone over this. Jeff hates his ability, um, but this time it's in an interceptor. Do you like it more or less? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Just, um, it, 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 I mean, there, there are obviously going to be situations where you're willing to take uh, a hit to your agility in order to get a to get an action. I mean, we see that with the Ty Baron. We we know that's true. Sometimes that's true, but generally speaking, I do not want to fly an interceptor with an agility of two. Yeah, I, I just that's just not. Uh, no, no, no. Is it also more? Is it? Isn't it also kind of like interesting that they stayed with the fluff in that? Volt is very clearly getting aced by Hera the majority of the time. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, his ability literally lets him be an answer for Hera. Because if she aces him, all he has to do is have popped his action, and he, as long as he survives the attack, he can reposition in the middle of the phase, in the middle of the engagement phase, and shoot back. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there is a lot of very fluff loyal upgrades in these two or in these two packs also i we need to find disciplined we need to talk about that where is it i think it's card one is it card one uh card two actually of ten card oh we didn't talk about goran i'm my bad um Next up, Commander uh, Commandant Gorin. I love that word. After a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 with a lower init than yours partially executes a maneuver, it may perform a red focus action. Uh, thank God that this specifies a lower init so that yes. you can't bail out fell players. Well, well written card. Uh, yep. Love it. Whatever your name is. Well written card. Well done. It's just interesting how many of these cards are very clearly meant to push the Imperial faction towards running larger lists. Uh, and and not just running, yeah, and not just running high in it. And yeah. not just running 666, you know. Mm-hmm. Ace players, if you're wondering if I'm going to keep hammering you, it will never end. Just letting you know. Next up, Disciplined. After This is the new Imperial Unique Talent, as hopeful was to Rebels. After another friendly ship at range 0-3 to three is destroyed, if that ship is limited or has the Disciplined upgrade, you may perform a target lock or a barrel roll action. So th- there were people talking about putting this on Saber Squads. My only problem with that is that Saber Squads don't have a target lock you have to cash out for the targeted computer upgrade, which I wouldn't I do. Know. No, the the card itself, um, the card itself gives it the ability. Yep, it's the you same thing have... with with Whisper, and yeah. um, there was another card that did that. I can remember passive which sensors. one. Yeah, passive sensors. Yeah. Uh, well, passive sensors gives you the, the the lock ability. No, it doesn't. I think it's it says you may, No, it says you may acquire a lock. Well, then yeah. it's that's that is different from performing an action. Y- yes, but. But 
X-Wing has always been that if something gives you the ability to perform an action, you can perform it even without the the ability on your on your action bar. So Okay, Jeff, if that's true, you realize that hopeful gives the ghost a boost. Yes, that's what we were talking yeah. about last time. Well, yeah, but Jeff wasn't here last time, Drew. Oh, that's it's also not. true. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's very it's it is very strong. It does give them uh, it gives them an interesting uh, abil- interesting abilities they don't have before. Also, this goes very well with the sensitive controls upgrade because if you double repositioned, you can't actually use discipline. Yep, yep. I like that. I think it's, I mean I it think, should be restrictive. It's good. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's a I think it's a really good I think it has an inbuilt restriction that makes it an interesting card. This is the this gives the this gives the oh, what the hell is it called? The decimator a barrel roll. <laughs> yes it does. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> it loses the boost but gains the barrel roll. I like it. What do you guys I like think it? of the choice of actions on those two cards? Rebels getting focus and boost. Imperials getting lock and roll. I think they're very even. You think honestly. so? Yeah, I think they're thematic. They're, they basically just went thematic, but I think it's pretty even. Boost even though Rebels have a much e- have more abilities that proc off of focus than Empire does off of locks? Oh, you mean in terms of like triggering other, other things? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. But I most think that's true. But most like most tie variants don't have the ability to target lock. So yeah, I like that this interceptor striker uh, Tylen. Yeah, Drew, are you going to buy a black squad just to put disciplined on it? I mean, if you if they if it's cheap enough and you put it on a bunch of of weenies like Yeah, black squads. Right, right. But even yeah, so, I mean it's it's basically it's giving the possibility of double of double modified um, double modified ordnance that might not have it. I mean, so, at that point, you're kind of you're you're. Let's see, who would you get? I mean, what would that be? Maybe the well, actually, somebody mentioned um, Patrick mentioned one for you, Jeff. The tie advanced. Yes. Why for me though? Because you're a big fan of the five storm squad list. I am a big fan of it, but I'm also terrible with them. So, I know yes. that, but I said it was for you because me and Drew aren't flying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I mean, if you were to put it on, let's say if you were to put it on the, the TIE Advanced, you're looking at, I mean, you'd have to run it on a Tempest Squad because you're not going to be able to afford it on five Storm Squads. Five Storms, no. Uh, actually, you can't put it on a Tempest because it doesn't have a talent slot. Oh, of the upgrade, yeah, and it's not limited. So it won't be the Advanced. You could run it on Sigmas. You could run it on, Duchess will enjoy this card. Uh, assuming somebody dies before she shoots, anyway. Do the do the barons have talents? Do the barons? Uh, let's find out. Tie V one Baron of the Empire. It does have a talent slot, yes, and it does have a lock. So, Baron of the Empire with protons with proton rockets. You can fit six of them. Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. At the moment, you can fit six without the upgrade, without disciplined. So yeah, you have we, to drop down to five. We don't have a points cost for disciplined yet, yeah. but we're assuming disciplined it's Disciplined and hopeful are going to cost the same. 
at least right out of the gate. I think that's likely. They yeah. seem to be they seem to be designed to be the you know the parallel yep. the the mirror image of each other. Yeah, it's it's selfless right. and ruthless. They're just doing new ones. Anybody else out of this? We need okay. Let's talk about Darth Vader and the fucking Defender and just get it over with and rip the Band-Aid off. Is this the stupidest thing ever put in X-wing? I personally think that they did a really good job of neutering what we were afraid of, which is three force with seven health and and uh, and using your force on defense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and and full throttle and, and yeah, you know, yeah. I think they did a really good job of doing that. So there are the there are these rumors again posted on all these Facebook groups that he's not going to have what slot was it? Uh, I think it was. It, it's, it's, Every so, corner of the internet is saying that he is not going to have the sensor slot. Uh, this is like a unanimous thing. Yes. So, again, I think that's probably a really good call, if true. It, oh, it, has to, he, it can't not be true. He's un, he's unbeatable if he has the sensor slot. Darth Vader is unbeatable if he has advanced sensors. I, I mean, just, just out of curiosity, not in this particular case, but do you guys... Is there any twinge for you guys when some ships in the same chassis have different, different like inherent slots than other ones no. do? It Doesn't started. Matter? It started for me, but only because Django Django has the crew slot and the and build is the same cost as as uh, Boba Fett used to be, and yeah. then Boba Fett lost the crew slot. That's the one thing where I'm like, why would you do that? Like, but either, yeah. other than that, no, I don't. I don't mind it. I, I think it. I think it has to be done. I agree. Uh, I agree. I'm not asking for. I'm not asking whether it's a good balance decision. I think it is. Um, I'm just. It just bugs me because it's like, why in the world would Darth Vader be willing to fly a Defender without the goddamn sensor slot? My better question is, why would you put Darth Vader in a, in the game when he's already one of the best pilots in the game? Because. I mean, Jesus Christ, Oddball has 17 ships. He's That's fired. because it's a new faction and they don't have enough pilot names. <laughs> I'm still over know. here. I'm still over here wondering why Lebo doesn't have a crew slot. I know why he doesn't have a crew slot. That was that was rhetorical. I I'll mean, see myself out. Like <laughs> he was the first one, wasn't it? Something to do with the calculates? So C3PO, yeah, there's like an infinite loop you could do. Yeah, exactly. But like, I mean, if if that's your answer, Jeff, then why can't why am I stuck with only one Luke? I I agree with you. I think you might get more Lukes. I, I better no get more Luke. I want I want my goddamn Return of the Jedi all black everything world destroyer of worlds Luke Skywalker with four Force. God damn it! There's no reason why Asu- why Ahsoka should have more Force than Luke ever. I, I would like to see a Luke with three force. I have no problem with that. And I'm fine with his ability changing, by the way, to go to three force. I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, give me a different Luke ability in a you know in another ship. I don't even care if you give me an alt Luke in an X wing. I will fly Luke in. A, I will fly other Luke in an X wing. Just give me a three force Luke. God damn it. Do we know what what else did Luke fly canonically? Do we know? Oh if he Jesus, flew? I don't remember. Uh, I was going to say the one thing that I remember most, and I know that this is probably not canon anymore, was the original N64 Rogue Squadron game. And Luke flew pretty much every ship in that game. It was the Y-Wing, X-Wing. Um, I don't think there was a B-Wing in that, but he did fly an A-Wing. 
And I, I'm pretty sure it's not canon, but I'm still like, he was like, he helped wedge found rogue squadron, which I'm also pretty sure is still canon. So why would he not be rogue in more squadron ships than just an is, The rogue squadron games are canon. The books are not. Ah, right. okay, I okay. think LucasArts is canon, but Luca, but the, the books are not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not positive on that. So, anyway, yeah. I'm in, I'm in favor of your, your, uh, uh, return of the Jedi Luke. Thank you. So, Yep, yep. Thank you, Jeff, for erring on the side of reason. All right. Now that I'm a rebel, um, now that I'm a rebel player, I want it too. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, he adapted quickly. Yep, he yep, did. yep. He did. Next up, the desperate <laughs> and the devious, the fugitives and collaborators, the scum and villainy uh, squadron pack. Number one, uh, actually, I don't even really know in what order to do this because this pack is just all over the fucking place. Um, We'll start with did the Y-Wings because they're newest and weirdest. How about that? Did you notice how many of these cards in there? I don't know if you guys do what I do. I open up the the links and then go through the cards in order. Like, it's image one of 26, image yep. two of 26. I mean, sometimes. Oh, normally, I just go by what I find most interesting. So many repeats in here. So it says yep. it's one of 26, but there are like, I think Five. there are probably only like fourteen or fifteen unique images in this twenty-six. Only four, only fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. Oh, and and I underestimated the number of pilots in each pack. By the way, what's it looking like? Fifteen per pack, approximately. I, well, like yeah, that, yeah. I, I think we all did. I think I said eight, and I think you said ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they're giving us. I mean, it's it's a it's an embarrassment of riches, man. The 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 list building goons are going to be at it for months after this comes out. That's true. Um, true. All right, we'll start with the Y-Wings. Number one, Arliz Hadrasian. That's a great name. Um, while you perform a front arc attack, that's any front arc attack, so torpedoes or primary or... Um, not turret. Uh, no, turrets would not work because it's not a front arc. It's a turret arc. No? No? Yes. It's, oh, no, you're yes. right. So yep. It's not an attack in your front arc. It's nope. a front arc. It is a front arc attack. It's very very specialized. If you are damaged, you may change one of your focus results to a crit result. I love this. uh, Sorry. And while you defend, if you are damaged, you must change one of your results, one of your focus results to a blank. This dude is dying so fast. But he is good. Yes, he is. But if he hits somebody (laughs) with a torpedo, you are going to fucking feel it. Is he, uh, is he not? Marcel brought up a good comment. Or was it Marcel? No, it was... Um, oh my god, what was his name? Oh, I can't remember. He was the... He's the scum guy. I can't remember, but he was like, well, this ability, while you defend if you are damaged, you must change one of your focus results to a blank result. Couldn't you just spend your focus result before it's so, changed into a blank? No. It, even if that were true, based on the timing chart, that's clearly not the intent of the card, and FFG will... That will, will be fact. that will be that will be corrected. AM, yeah. AMG will fix it. Yeah, I, I, that's he could be right in terms of the rules in in terms of timing chart. He also needs to stop trying to break the game. Um, is it though? It's it, a, it's a yes. Y wing. It's trying to break the game. <laughs> I like. I don't. You are, you okay, are exploiting. Okay. You are exploiting a rule past its intended uh, intended limits. You are trying to break the game. I love this thing. I I think scum Y wings are going to be hilariously good. With all the reinforcements they're getting, Cavill is already extremely good. We could see Drea come back if some of this stuff pans out. And you know, we have to remember that we're taking all of this in mm-hmm. uh, in conjunction with the Tifon belly, the the belly run yeah. thing. Yeah. So Tifon, Tifon, yeah, belly. thank you. Your 
you're going to see a supreme influx of high initiative aces with with this pack's release for scum. We haven't talked about him yet, but we'll we'll get to that card and and we'll discuss okay. it because it's just bonkers. Next up, the uh, I3 generic Y-Wing. So basically the scum equivalent of Gold Squadrons, uh, the Amaxine Warrior. I3 yeah. generic, never, you know, it's common. Gamut Key. So basically the new, <laughs> the new not quite as bad as, as Zam Wessel, but close. Initiative 3. At the start of the end phase, you may spend to uh, charge to choose yourself or a ship with a turret or a ship in your turret arc with one or more circular tokens during the end phase circular tokens plural are not removed from that ship so i'm going to change all my tokens to circular tokens just by with a little punch punch device <laughs> <laughs> yep yep i mean this this works on what reinforce yes yep oh, what the, the, the hell the Zuckus, yep. the the cries of Zuckus players the world over were heard <laughs> loud and clear, but also anybody that runs the Shadowcaster, because you can, I mean because you can stack tractor tokens on with this now. You're also looking at what is it, Proton Torpedo Dengar with what's his name, Perceptive Copilot, now coming into a fight with four focus tokens. Yeah, like yeah. that's it's just insane. Or 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 Fen Rao with two focus tokens coming yeah. in. It's mm-hmm. just I I'm I look at this and I was like, wow. And of course it's the two charges, so it's basically every other turn. But on that initial engagement, you are going to hit so hard. And if he's cheap enough, you could take Kanan to to mitigate your fire coming back at either Gamut or Kanan. Let alone you know something like Gamut's Dengar or Han or Han Solo, like. It's crazy. It's so good. Yeah. I just want to step back just one second before we talk more about Gamut. Um, for those who don't know, the Maxime Warriors were in the blood. I think they made their debut in the Bloodlines um, novel. Uh, that's my favorite Y-Wing art on any card, by the way. It's uh, a it very, is beautiful. I look it's super cool. I look forward to that on an alt art somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to Gamut. I think that he's going to be expensive. Me too. Me I too. think he should probably be about Dace Bonearm. He should be at about forty. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Paylob. Yeah, I think Paylob um, is forty. I think he should be about at the at, at least at the level of Paylob. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. At least at least to forty. I'm thinking forty three, forty four. Yeah. The interesting thing is forty four for a hawk is unless it's Jan Drew. That's just too much. He's not the, as good as Jan. Ship is that even though his ability doesn't make use of the Moldy Crow's arc, uh, his ability makes use of the Moldy Crow's focuses. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's yeah, really because it says yourself or a ship um, in your turret arc. So you could basically fly around almost without end with four focus tokens. You could. There's no limit to the number of focus tokens you could have, right? Well, it's you'd like lose the them the next turn. You lose your, you'd lose your excess the following turn. You need to spend them, yeah. Oh right, yeah, because it's two. A, he spends two charge, and he's a one. He's a run. Uh, yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Still. Next cool. up, we've already talked about Kanan and the fact that he is going to be terrorizing your local meta uh, as of March 26th at 9 a.m. Um, Addition of Hondo Onaka in here because Hondo belongs in everything ever. Gamut Keys crew card. 
Again, two charge. At the start of the end phase, you may spend two charge to choose a ship at range zero to one with one or more circular tokens. During the end phase, circular tokens are not removed from this ship. I think Gamut Key's crew is going to see more play than in the Hawk. Yep. Yeah. I think just the, the reduced range is worth paying less because you're essentially just going to use it for one ship. Doesn't the Shadowcaster actually have a, a, an evade token? Uh, the Lancer does have an does. evade, yes. Yeah, so he can come in with an evade and keep that just before just before entering combat. That's and Asajj can also have lats, so she can be holding an evade token, sitting on two force, then spend your stress for another evade. You might put a yeah. stealth device on a on a Lancer, <laughs> or or yeah. Bosk with like the three crew slots, or or, or you know. Right, like, with a reinforce, flies in with it with that reinforce already up. It's like, hey, bro, I've got three shields, but you're gonna need six damage oh, to get to them. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Next up, they doubled up Gamut Key. Thanks for that, and they doubled up Hondo, and they doubled That's up the Maxine. What Jesus Christ! All right, Janata, security officer. Um, this is the same as a hired gun, <laughs> right? This is an I two generic. Yeah. However, the Janata security officer, I think, is the one that is going to come with a tech slot. That makes sense uh, because wow. those oh, yeah. are because it is the one that that, that um, mentions the first order specifically. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking yep, of yep. which, oh yeah, did we spoil, spoil that? Scum Y wings are getting a fucking tech slot. Why? Who knows, man? <laughs> oh, I, I thought I thought you were gonna say why wing? Like no, uh, no. <laughs> that's uh, like can we can we talk about the fact that the Y wing in Scum is getting a tech slot? I mean, you know, Why? the fluff is good. The you know, the fluff is there. They did. They were the. They were basically the proto first order. Um, I, I think that it's really interesting that the proto first order is is being represented here in traditionally rebel ships. Uh huh. That's interesting. Um. Do you think it's they're going to be? Uh, do you think they're going to cost any more than uh, than a hired gun, or will they be the same price just with a slot? I I am I'm actually very interested in that in the answer to that question. I I don't think they should cost more for the just for the just for the existence of the slot. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they do charge a point or mm-hmm. something for the existence of the slot. Um, the upgrade they have here shown is the of course targeting synchronizer because. Locks are going to be a theme later in this pack. Uh, and it gives you the target lock action. While a friendly ship at range 1 to 2 performs an attack against the target, you have locked that ship ignore. No, I'm sorry. This requires that you have the lock action. I always get that backwards. Um, that ship ignores the uh, target lock requirement. So scum torps coming to a theater near you? Yeah, possibly, because Y-Wings yeah. are going to be cheap. Because Y-Wings yeah. are going to be fucking cheap. Next up... Uh, Ooh, where'd I go? Okay, Lee Mackay, the uh, the next I five uh, Y wing to go with Brother Cavill. Before you engage, if you are not in an enemy's front arc, you may acquire a lock on an enemy ship anywhere in your front half. So weird. That's like the first the first Y wing intended to be flanking. <laughs> yeah. Stick our four it, it happens, there, baby. It's a combat Y wing. <laughs> It happens a lot with them, though. At least in playing, I've I played a lot against um, Republic, 
and um, and uh, what's his name? Broadside. And I know Broadside is kind of like a flanker, he's a, anyways. He's a unique case. Broadside is a yeah, he's he a very unique case. But I just want to say, like, it's not impossible to do, especially with how cheap a lot of the scum stuff is. Wouldn't be surprised to see mm-hmm. Lima with like a mini swarm, and Lima's the heavy hitter. Yeah. The other thing is, I think this is probably one of the few Y wings where you are going to want to invest in expert handling, because normally you you're trading out your. You would think that a normal ship would trade out its barrel roll for its mod, not Lima. She she rolls out of somebody's arc, but you're still in her front arc, and she picks up mm-hmm. a target lock. And I the mean, new guy, a, she is for sure a proton carrier, right? Yeah, for well, sure. So that's the best part. You can you have the you have the action already from the turn previously because of what's his bucket in the uh, in the hawk. Yeah, you have right? your gamut, like, you have your gamut key yep. glued on focus. Mm-hmm. 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 Good stuff. Nice. She's she's very good. Yeah. Uh, next up, okay. I don't care about automated target priority. They mentioned the Janata again. Concussion bomb. I'm gonna scroll till I find something new. Isn't that weird? Yep. I I couldn't. I I looked at it. and I'm like, oh, someone someone did something wrong here, right? Like, I <laughs> don't care about all of these epic things. Okay. okay so I guess that's I, the end of the pack. I just yeah. want to I want to talk about an old card that. Uh, just clearly has the wrong name. R five TK is obviously supposed to be R three KT. I don't understand how that got through the designers. So I okay. Now that you mention that, is scum sh- using R five TK with Cutthroat is blue is scum blue on blue now a viable tactic? I don't know. It's a, I, I keep waiting for people to find a way to really use it, and it's 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 going to be interesting when it happens. I, look, I I think that's a perfectly valid thing. Like you line somebody up for a for a um, an APT, you have Fen, you know, or you have um, you know, like a chemo kill somebody. Like you have what's her name, um, Tarani. You have her bop a friendly with a cluster missile. And then, you know, oh, look, my proton torpedo's back. You must have forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, look, I, you know, it would be extremely cool to see somebody actually make blue on blue in scum tactically effective. That would, that's next level X-Wing. Yep. Like, you, you are a tactical genius if you can find a way to actually set off uh, a trigger chain using R five TK and Cutthroat. So they, it wasn't a trigger chain, but I think we did see R five TK make a cut. A, yes, a he's made more than ago. a few yep. cuts. He's made R five TK has made cuts a couple times because what they he was part of the the Gargor Tarani Captain Justero madness train. Yes, yeah. Nicholas uh, Nicholas God Wilson ran it. A couple other guys in Europe were running it for a while. Now all they need is an EP, a talent slot that allows them to change their evades to blanks, but like their own evade, your own <laughs> oh evades to blanks. God. It's like a card that no one would take, and Scum uh, is like, yes, crazy. we're going to take them on every ship. <laughs> Scum is like, <laughs> it's all part of the plan. It would, yep, be like, yep. it would be like called Sabotage. It would be a zero card talent yes. slot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the, the artwork is like the Beastie Boys on it, right? Like you know, they got friendly, a friendly ship <laughs> yeah. at zero, a friendly scum ship at zero to one must change one of its its evade results, its uh, green die results to a blank. It's like, That's wait, what happened? Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> 
so Vince, let me ask something that that I'm curious about. Um, are you because you are by far not more than Drew necessarily, but by far more than me. You have this just vast gaming experience. Like every time I see you on Discord, you're playing some different game. Um, are there games that you play? Because I know that you want to skip the. Um, I know you want to skip the epic stuff, which is where this is coming from. Are there games that you play that are not competitive games? Yeah, there are. There are a ton of games that I that I don't play the competitive the multiplayer of. Okay. It also happens that most of those games have atrocious multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, like I don't, you know, I don't play any of the XCOM multiplayer sessions. I don't play Total Warhammer with other people because I don't play like that's not what Warhammer's about. Are there games that you do play with other people that aren't competitive games? Are there games that I play with other people that aren't competitive games? Yeah, Total War Total War is a thing. You do campaigns with friends. Yeah, but I mean, you're almost always opposed. Oh, that's also true. And you could also fight with your own friend, right? But uh, that's you, uh, yeah, not I mean, you can go dwarves in one of the factions of the dwarves. But I mean, that's, you know, yeah, Jeff, like War Thunder, World of Warships. It's really easy with like squad-based games. But no, I mean, the majority of the time, you know, I, you, I, I'm i on my, my man against the world type deal, which gotcha. I don't know if that says anything about my personality, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily say something negative about your personality, but it definitely says something about your personality. Like, I, I, I genuinely enjoy getting together with three other people and playing Epic, knowing that we don't, not, not a single one of us actually truly cares who wins, or even if we finish, you know what I mean? I, I actually was a lot on board with that with Armada. I played Armada just for the cinematic experience of it. I really did. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's that's kind of what X Wing Epic. That's that's what I like about it. Is a my problem with X Wing Epic is it just feels like I'm playing a single phase of Armada for an hour and a yeah. half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I like, and that's just my I, listen. If if you like Epic, I want I'm going to be non controversial for one non confrontational for one second. If you like X Wing Epic, more power to you, dog. Because I played Armada first. To me, the scale makes it impossible. To enjoy X-Wing Epic. Yep, yep. I learned that the hard way too. I thought it was fun at first, and then I played Armada, and I was like, it just, it fucks "Oh you man, up. it fucks you." Yeah, up. it really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it also doesn't I... help. And this is, I'm, I'm gonna not flex some gaming, y'all. It also doesn't help that I played stuff like Man of War, the old fleet-based Warhammer game. It doesn't help that I played Battlefleet Gothic again, the same thing, but for 40k. You know, it's. It's hard to go. It's hard to play like squad on squad, and then play the bigger version and then come back. Right. You know. I just. I mean, I just love. I love having that freaking raider on the board, and having the Corellian Corvette on the board, and all of these ships, like thirty ships per side, that are zipping around and trying not to get overrun by. The Corellian Corvette. If the Corellian Corvette touches you, boom, you explode. You know. Yeah, uh, I think that's. Yeah. I, I honestly hate that that's not a mechanic in Armada. In Armada. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Yep. Sounds like we need to get Jeff to play Armada, though. Jeff would love it. I, he just doesn't want to. I, I don't want to. I, I I played Armada once and I enjoyed it, and I think and I would play it. And I've told Brian Francis this, who was uh, you know, he loves. Armada. 
you know, it's like, I, I just, it's not something that I'm going to invest yep. in again. My, my X-Wing investment is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, ridiculous. And, uh, and, and I'm a completist. If I got into Armada, I would get into Armada. Um, yeah, yeah. and that just can't happen. Cannot happen. Not, not till next tax season anyway. Never. But I'm <laughs> Genuinely, it is a matter of space in my game room. There just isn't any. Okay. Hey, that's... Uh, he'll win it. He'll win it big the next time he goes to the casinos when everything you know, opens no, again. You know what and, it sounds like? We'll, we'll it sounds like we got to help mm-hmm. Jeffrey model. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. But all right. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna be the guy that rolls the hand grenade in the middle of the room. Who got the best pack? Scum. Ooh. I'm gonna say scum. Like, they already had good toys, and I think they're just gonna get better. Is there is the reason you're saying this, Kanan? Uh, not only Kanan, but the other guy, the dude that just like, oh yeah, hey Dengar, keep your four tokens. Uh, I know okay. Dengar's Damn not that big of a threat. Damn it! Yeah, Damn it. yeah. Damn it. yeah. Yep. Um, but I think that I, th- I, I really like what they've given Rebels. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't, really I can't really vote against giving me a three force <laughs> instinctive aim a way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just... I think I think maybe on an absolute basis, Scum got better, but Scum got better on a on a smaller percentage incremental basis than Rebels did. I think I think Rebels got the help where they needed it the most, and I think Scum got more of what they're already good at. Yep, no, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Like Scum didn't get the next dirty trick. Scum got more of their tricks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think I think Gamut is going to be the, the, the hawk thing. is going to be is going to there. Okay, you could just literally take every scum list in the game now and cut a hole in like the the second or third slot and just glue a picture of the hawk two ninety, and you just genu- change out the nameplate. Like that's it. I, I genuinely think Gamut might bring Shadowcaster back into the game. Yep, I the Shadowcaster think. never really left. I mean, it's been around ever since fucking old Para put it on the board and blew the world away with the three fives. I mean, I haven't. When when's it been in a cut? I it hasn't been in a cut in a while, but it is. I I've been kind of keeping tr- people play it. Yeah, they play that old um, uh, i fives. It was an old Tarok. Yeah, Tarok Ketsu uh, Ketsu brother Cavill. Uh, yeah, Cavill. Cavill's so it's, it's there. Cavill it's always been, been there. Dude, can we talk about the fact that, by the way, can we talk about the fact that the belly run works on Cavill's turret attacks? Sure. That's awesome. That's, love that yeah. card. That's yeah. crazy. Cavill really can fly that. onto a rock. Can Sorry, let's let's be clear. Cavill can K-turn on. Oh, no, he can't take pattern analyzer. So never mind. That whole idea vanished. I thought unless they give all scum Y-Wings the tech slot, in which case – Fuck you, FFG. No, they won't do that because there's no reason to have two two y- scum Y-Wings at PS2. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I noticed nobody picked Imperial because neither of us want to say that, you know, n- neither of us want to deal with Vader and a Defender. So I'm I gotta, not worried about it. I'm genuinely I, not. I, yeah. I, just, I think it's kind of like fanboy service. I don't think it's going to make that biggest splash. I think not. I got to give... Oh, go ahead, Drew. No, you're fine. I want to give a shout-out to Paul LaRue who's been testing the ship since it was created on TTS. And he's been testing it at different point values with different ships. And he gave a rundown um, a couple days ago about his 
lists and what he ran and how much it like won, like the ship won in the games. And it was actually a lot. It wasn't very good. I mean, it was still it was still slightly above average, but it was you know the, he was saying it's an actual game, whereas people did think that it was world ending. Like as soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh yeah, this is the end. But of course, you know, evading force using ships, you know, there's got to be something. And I definitely think that they the Vader is far more well designed than I originally gave him credit for. And I don't think he's going to make Not that being big able an impact, to spend his force gonna... on defense is. Yep. Not not being able to spend your force on defense is crippling, and that would that would that would make render any other force user unplayable. The only reason it works is because is because the Vader is going to be able to K turn into a full throttle evade and take a focus. That's the only reason. And he's going to hit like a goddamn truck. We're not talking about yep. that. Yep. yep. Yeah, because giving him Ray's ability was a fucking great idea. <laughs> the yeah. only the only good thing about it. Let's let's be real. The only good thing about it. Is the fact that he doesn't have access to the fin to the fin trigger? Right. If, yeah. if Darth Vader could yeah. throw five dice, I would fucking quit this game immediately. <laughs> like uh, he does have Ro- he does was it Rose? You drop the you drop a miss and um, you know he no, rolls fin. two blanks. Fins add the blank. Roses spend it for drop a lock. To spend yep. it for a lock. Yep. So he yep. rolls on those rare occasions when he rolls two blanks, so he just grabs a lock. We're not talking about it. <laughs> we're not talking about possibly what could have been the most cancerous addition to this game i don't care like i don't care what you say about 1.0 nothing in 1.0 would have been as bad well, as if vader well, had the ability to pick up a fifth red die i well, just yep yeah. I, I just if they i just like Drew said, i think it's very well designed they they really thought about it really they wanted to give vader another platform but they were worried about it and they came up with some good some good um, uh, counters, some good mitigators. Yeah, I mean, it, the only thing that that makes me not angry, or makes me less angry, I'll say less angry, is the is the fact that you're running basically a two ship list if you run Vader. Yeah, I mean, eh, maybe three, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, you'll run a three ship list, yep. but two of them aren't going to be uh, aren't going to be interceptors. <laughs> like you're, if you run Vader in the Defender, you're not running six six six. See, I think it's going to – I think what we'll probably see people try first is something Vader, Soontir, and then one of the gunboats loaded up pretty good. Is that going to be the Revenge of the Axe Man? Yeah, I'm wondering. Hatchet Man? Hat, yeah. Sorry, Hatchet Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Axe Hatchet Man. Yeah, I'm wondering about that. That's that's what I think people will – depending on what he costs. I mean, my 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 personal guess is that he's going to be under 100. but a He lot better of not be say, under 100. Without a without a sensor slot, he's a hundred point. No, no, just make it a hundred flat. <laughs> just, just I think he's going to start. Hey, what's your no, no no? You know why you do that, Jeff? So that you can be the guy that when we go back to LVO, when you when somebody asks you what's in your list, you drop a hundred dollar bill on the table, and everybody knows what you mean. A <laughs> hundred pennies. I just throw a hundred pennies into the air. <laughs> <laughs> C note, baby, Benjamins. Uh, all right. Well, this was a good show. Well, this was we fun. have uh, we have exhausted our clock. As a matter of fact, we went clear over it because that's what we do here, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I think we've covered just about everything of import, and we will be covering all of these packs uh, once we get a chance to fiddle 
and uh, build some lists with them and come up with whatever broken combos or steal them from various Discord channels because that's the other thing we do here. Guys, sign off how you prefer. Y'all have a good week. Rebel players out. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you next week.